You're listening to Radio ISO, the podcast bringing you notes from isolation and stories about the people we're missing. I'm your host, Emily Sargent. Today I spoke to my friend B for another weekly check-in, following the news that Britain will remain in lockdown for at least the next three weeks. you <laughs> I've just I should say uh, so I was setting up this call and I invited your name on an email address which I won't say um like the exact same thing but at hotmail.com rather than at gmail.com so another b might enter at any point <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, but I hope I hope we do it's not been a great morning um, so it's only sort of 9.40. Um, obviously, we uh, got the news last night that lockdown is going to be extended for another three weeks, which is fine and it's necessary. And I know that that's, we all knew that was coming and so it's just good to know. But um, still just felt quite flat this morning. But I woke up and was like, I'll get on my bike. The sun was shining that would make me feel better to do that for a little bit. And so I was, I basically, I signaled with my hand to pull onto the pavement to get off my bike and cross the road. And a bike came up behind me to take over. He'd been, a guy on a bike, it was too close to me because he was impatient, sort of rushing up behind me. I mean, I don't know where you would be going in a rush right now, but sure. And anyway, as he cycled past, he screamed in my face, um, stupid fucking twat. And normally I would react <laughs> to that with anger. But today I just didn't have it in me and I just burst into tears in the road. And then, and like I can feel myself getting upset about it now, but it's like, it's an angry upset. Like, <sighs> why should why should walking out of my front door every morning mean that I'm a punching bag for some arsehole who doesn't know how to deal with this anger? Like, it's so hair-trigger. It's so at the surface all the time. This happens all the time with men on bikes and in cars. And I'm sick of it. Like, I'm, I'm so... I feel so... <sighs> it's so shit. Like... I just, I do feel that people are using the pandemic as a kind of, like, oh, well, I can, now I can really get down to some, you know, I don't know, just some, like, unpleasant antisocial behaviour, or I'm not getting enough, like, of a release at home for this. I normally, like, you know, I normally have a commute, and um, I at least flap the Vs four or five times on the drive into work, so I better get out on my, I better get my bike and terrorise the local you know, terrorised just the local woman cycling along the road. Also, I don't yeah. know if I told you, but... No, that's not except... Um, did I tell you Kaylee cut my hair? You didn't, Emily, although this doesn't... I can't lie to you. Sorry, Kaylee. This doesn't fill me with... <laughs> doesn't fill me with confidence. It went... How did you do it? It went really badly. I didn't... I was just going to do it, like... No, on... I don't believe it. 
No, but I feel like I'm everyone... Surely not. Everyone's been making such a song and dance about it. And I was like, I'll just get her to do a simple trim. Nobody will know it's happened. I'm not going to do a whole thing. And then what happened was that I realised hairdressers do have a method. Because she was just basically sort of <laughs> going around from one side to another. <laughs> and then there was a sort of period where we were trying this. to like even it out. And so it kept getting shorter and shorter. And I was like, you've got to stop because mm, I'm going to end up. I bet up. it did. <laughs> I, kept, I kept having these images of ending up like... with an ear-length bob. Yeah, like a Victoria Beckham sort of asymmetrical <laughs> early 2000s bob. Yeah, yeah. Early 2000s bob. <laughs> it's not looking great anyway. And that didn't contribute to my uh, mood in a positive way this morning. How are you doing today? How are you feeling about the next three weeks? Um, I'm not going to lie. I've had a dark week. Mm. I uh, decided that the only way to cope with the isolation was to isolate myself by um, essentially cutting all contact with everyone in my life that I would normally socialise with, including my family, friends, um, and as it turned out, <laughs> that was not an effective uh, approach to lockdown. All it did was made me feel shockingly extra isolated. But I just had this moment where I was like, I've just got nothing to say to anyone. Mm. I can't go into any more of these like Zoom calls or anything like I'm just, I literally just feel drained of crack. I don't have any banter. I don't have anything to say. It's like, what did you do today? Well, I just wore my dressing gown. <laughs> and, um, I literally, that's like, it's like, what was the highlight of your day today? Um, oh, oh, I made a lovely boiled egg. No, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm not, I, I can't be bothered to do anything. I feel like I failed at lockdown. I didn't know that I was going to fail the pandemic, but I don't think I'm not failed. Thinner. I haven't learned a language. But do you know what I mean? I like I haven't learned a language. Come up with a business proposal. Um, my children, you know, I'm literally just getting by minute to minute. So, you know, like scrabbling around on Amazon trying to order things yesterday, <laughs> like a paddling pool. Let me tell you, Emily Sergeant, the highlight of the week, my week, has absolutely been the pur- <laughs> the purchasing of a long hand of a long handled loofah that I bought <laughs> to clean my back. <laughs> So at least, and it was seven ninety nine. So there we go. And why do you need the handle to be? Why does the handle need to be extra long? Because I can't reach. I can't clean my own bag without a great big. It's not that far away. I don't. Well, it feels it. That's all I can say. And it was it's in a terrible state. So I'm hoping that by the end of the pandemic, by the end of the pandemic, my back. You make it sound like it's got barnacles on it. Got to eat a meal off my back. It's so clean. (laughs) Yes, it's like the underside of a ship. I was just gonna say, are you gonna be getting workers to chisel them off? It's literally the underside of the ship, so it needs extensive work. Anyway, it's not even a loofah, it's a brush. It's like a... A steel wire brush. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> not a steel wire brush. Maybe you could have like an appendices <laughs> to this episode, and like there could be like footnote and then a picture of. <laughs> and it's not. It's not something that you use to like clean muscle shells. It was definitely my favourite text of the week. I think was when you what. Let me read out exactly what it said. <laughs> oh, here it is. I'm at the bit of lockdown where Lincoln Park seems like an appropriate soundtrack. This speaks volumes about my state of mind, I fear. (laughs) That, I really enjoyed that. But I think, I feel like that's quite a good, um, what did you do? Were you like moshing, singing, air banding? What was the sort of vibe? I, well, (laughs) it was... Well, I had started the morning by listening to the Frozen 2 soundtrack, which, with the children, which I actually find very emotional. <laughs> and then after that, I was feeling a bit fragile, and Will had been going on, on at the weekend about how Linkin Park had come up in a conversation, and I'd been like, oh, I was always embarrassed, because you're not really, when you're like a 14-year-old girl, you're not supposed to say things like, oh, I really <laughs> actually really like listening to angry kind of kind of new metal so I just kind of hid that under my hat and then um, I was like oh yeah it's like Will did mention Linkin Park god they had some absolute belters so then I just started listening to them and then just some of the (laughs) some of the lyrics really resonated with me I want to google the lyrics now don't turn your back on me I won't be ignored I was like yes (laughs) This is the sort of stuff I need. I was like... So basically, let me paint the scene. I'm probably in my dressing gown. I was just going to say, what were you wearing? Was it... Was it a hoodie and purple trousers with those, like, bits of string (laughs) hanging off them? (laughs) Yeah, I had loads of bad... I had a punky fish zipper on. (laughs) Do you remember Punky Fish? Do I? Yeah. Don't lie. I was going to say, don't even dare say that you didn't own anything Punky I don't think I did. I think I begged my mum so hard for anything Punky Fish and she basically just flatly refused. No, and then the kids just like got a bit creeped out because I was sort of angrily <laughs> cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> and then... They just left me to it. And then I felt embarrassed because I could see, me and Will share our Spotify account and I could see that Will had come on and would have seen that I was like <laughs> just gunning through <laughs> Linkin Park Classic after Linkin Park Classic. And I was like, nah, I'm not sure I'm ready to, to have this. That is the thing about sharing the Spotify account though. You can't have like little guilty, you know, little, little like guilty pleasures or guilty forays into kind of, yeah. questionable music areas you've got to just Will's always like oh I see you were listening to uh, you know Brandy's full moon album today and then which by the way is another classic which I also <laughs> Brandy's 2002 full moon album I'm just giving it <laughs> I recommend everyone re-listens um, I was listening I've I been... thoroughly enjoyed I've been cycling through a lot of 90s stuff this this week. I was listening to Shola Amma. Um, nice, nice. And who else? 
I've been listening to quite a lot of Fuji's actually. Well, funny you mentioned the Fuji's, Emily, because Harry and I watched um, Sister Act two the other day. Oh, what and a film! Obviously, I don't know if you've ever seen. It. Oh my god, what a film! Lauren Hill. I know. Is so unbelievable in that film. I, I literally, I, st- I can remember watching that as a kid and being like, I am going to be as hostile and cool as you, as your character, Lauren Hill, and then. I just never made it. I was never cool. Like, I just never had her edge. But she's so amazing in that film. It's insane. She's incredible. But at some stage, I do have to acknowledge that I am, I do need to make some preparations for the fact that I am going to have a baby reasonably soon. So, you know, preparing somewhere for the baby to sleep, <laughs> that sort mm. of thing. I need. That is one really weird thing, though, because because everyone's in such a weird state and frame of mind including myself I can't really get to the point where I'm like mentally preparing doing the things that you need to do what you need to do but like kind of thinking about the baby coming you know yeah. I just kind of have keep kind of forgetting that that's really actually is it is it taking away any of the excitement for you Oh, literally just crushed it, turned out, extinguished any excitement, totally. I just feel like it is not a good time. It is just, yeah, no, not a good, um, yeah, no, I'm not, I can't say that I'm, I'm really excited for the baby to be born and arrive, Mm. but it's definitely just to, I think all those sort of receptors that you have, that are open when you feel kind of relaxed and you're just living your normal life. I think for everybody, they're just turned off at the moment. You know what I mean? Because everybody just feels so just weird and mm. doesn't really know what's going on or anything. Something that didn't help my mood this week was watching A Handmaid's Tale. Which was just a terrible have to idea. Stop watching that. <laughs> I know, I know. I actually, yeah. the, it's so good, but it's well, it's so dark. Yeah, and we got into the second season basically when it just becomes gratuitous and fucking awful, and we we're like four episodes in, and or maybe a bit more. But I, I just at the end of the last one, I was like, I've got to stop. So then we started watching Prue Leaf's yeah. documentary instead, which actually is quite good. Started so watching Prue Leaf. Yeah. We're doing what? What's she doing? <laughs> just through the window. Um, <laughs> What's this program about? Is it just alive in the te- through the keyhole, Prulie? The whole series. <laughs> Do you remember through the keyhole? Yeah, that was Are a you... mad premise. <laughs> Basically, a camera crew breaks <laughs> breaks into the <laughs> celebrity's house. And it, it was always somebody like Anthea Turner or someone who like, yeah. And then it was just, it was totally bizarre. Like, it just I'm going to watch that today. That's, that'll kill an hour watching. <laughs> the loaf of bread that we tried to bake yesterday or the day before. Oh, that sounds amazing. Well, so basically my, my, we were given a starter sourdough 
no, a sourdough starter. And um, so, and you have to follow this like quite complicated thing. And I didn't have enough flour. So I made like what I thought was going to be a slightly smaller first loaf. And Kaylee was like, it's, she put it in the oven while I was out. And then I came home and um, it was literally the size of like. Was she a, like, it's a bread roll. It, I was just going to say it was literally the size of a bread roll. And so we had, we, so I, I'd been like basing this whole dinner around it where I was like, I'll make a delicious soup and then we'll have the fresh bread with it. And she was like, I don't think we can, we can't have this as a centerpiece to a meal. It's, it's a dinner roll. Was it nice though? Very dense. Was it good? It was heavy. I think you've just got to keep going. I'll send you a picture. Did the house smell so nice? Mm. No, I think that only happens when you're like, I don't know. <laughs> My expectations are like what Sainsbury's smells like, and it just didn't. It didn't. Sm- it, there was nothing there. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's all fake. I love apparently. that bit. That like fresh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when they that sort of. Fake. Yeah, I think so because they like purposefully blast you in the face with like, like the smell blowing. of croissants. That's not real going through that section is difficult for me I always end that I just want to like start t- tearing into loaves you know ripping them ripping croissants to shreds those bags of cookies where they're like steaming oh, I'm literally the cookies don't steam they do like if they're really you've obviously not you're obviously not there waiting open mouths as they come off the air belt when they put them in that, when they go in that bag too early, when they're like a little too hot, they get a kind of like steamy out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that the bag is like billowing. <laughs> I just mean there's a slight condensation on the window of the bag. That's what, that's what I'm trying to describe. I used to feel like I was doing. Um like the real hustle when I was eight years old and quite overweight and we'd go to Sainsbury's and I'd sort of I kept like doing laps of the shop to come back to the deli counter to get free samples of like cheese or a chicken satay you know a side of ham she's fine now you don't you never get anything I mean occasionally at Christmas they're like do you want to taste this non-alcoholic gin no, I don't. Oh, I know. Or, <laughs> or like eggnog. It's like, no, I want something delicious. Yeah, it's like, Thanks. No, no, I don't. Yeah. Do you? How about you crack that magnum of champagne back there and we get to <laughs> testing that? I, mean, I know. <laughs> no, I don't want to try this eggnog. Thank you. Have you ever actually had eggnog? No, I just realised I said that with such scorn and it's never once touched my lips. No, I haven't. Maybe this afternoon I could have an eggnog. I could have an eggnog while I watch through the keyhole. (laughs) (laughs) This day is shaping up to be a better day than normal. I came into the living room the other day and Kaylee was like, why do you look so excited? And I was like, I've just, um, odd box of open there, uh, like deliveries again. And I've signed us up for one. And she was like, I knew you'd only be looking this excited if it was to do with a vegetable delivery. And I was like, oh my God, I'm such a fucking loser. 
I would say I agree with Kaylee, although I would also add nut delivery if there was like a nut <laughs> or seed delivery. Oh God, <laughs> I wish. You'd be on the ceiling. We'd have to like, we'd have to like, <laughs> it would be like Mary, that bloke in Mary Poppins who's like close <laughs> to the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> to like drag you down. If someone, if someone had delivered a bag of kushu, I'm going to pay someone and hack me to deliver a bag of kushu. Can we just explain the context for this, which won't make it sound less. <laughs> There's a running so, joke. That apparently I love nuts more than oh, other people. Love. I got it was probably there were two. And let's not eliminate seeds. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say there were two, two main instances. One was that I was telling a story about the salad bar at the Times offices and saying <laughs> they have a fantastic um, seed station. Wait. <laughs> We can add seeds to your dish. And then also there was a time when either you or Kaylee, I can't remember who, cruelly invented this image of me pecking at the seed station like a pigeon. And then... I, I want to take responsibility for that. And then the nuts, you just love a nut. Well, I think there was a period... That's gone on for years. Yeah, I think when me and Kaylee were first dating, there was a lot of the time I sort of wasn't... I was doing that thing of just not really having dinner before I went out to meet her and her friends and then realising two vodkas in that I was so hungry and about to pass out, so I'd order a bowl of nuts. And then there was one time where I was starving and there were no nuts on the pub menu and she, Kaylee, pulled out from her bag a sort of ziplock bag bag. of like basically essentially what was trail mix but now was nut dust and I sort of still ate it and then our friends were like you've got a nut problem so that's the potted (laughs) history I guess the potted history of your love affair with nuts what was the story about um this probably what was the time when wasn't there a time when you were at a party and Liam Gallagher was there and you were you were like there I was with a bowl of <laughs> it actually wasn't even a bowl I brought my own bag <laughs> <laughs> don't say that there's not there's plenty of evidence to support your your nut obsession. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to deny it. Oh, here I am. Here I am in a room with a musical icon. God, I'd murder a shoe. I was starving. Oh, hello. I'd come from working oh, at... I'm hungry. It was a very... I'd been working late at the Times, and it was like 8pm, hadn't had dinner. Also had a bag. This was pre-being vegan. I'd bought a bag. It was near Christmas time, and I bought a bag of, like, the most smelly French cheese and I had that in a silver tote tucked <laughs> over my arm. Jeez. So I so I arrived. You really know how to you really do know how to bring the party, don't you? Oh my god. I got there and I just was like I I didn't really know where I was or what was happening. Liam Gallagher was like playing air guitar. I had a bag of cheese on my shoulder and was just sort of like fisting nuts into my mouth because <laughs> I was starving. <laughs> It could have been worse. You could have been fisting a bag of cheese into your sh- into your mouth. A bag of cheese. <laughs>
what do you think is our, our message for ending this app? What can we say about the next three oh, weeks of isolation? Just get a bit of Lincoln Park on and get a bit of rage out, you know? And <laughs> yeah. Really, just get a bit of, do a bit of head banging. There's nothing wrong with a bit of rage occasionally, as long as it's contained. No, there's nothing wrong. Form. That's fine. And <laughs> dancing gets out the same, or it, it has the same chemical effect on the brain as boxing and punching I punched a wall quite a lot last night with boxing gloves on because I was feeling a lot of rage um but then I, I sort of hurt my hand but dancing is a good um I think anger is the thing that yeah I'm definitely that's where I'm at this week just not directed at anyone or anything it's just sort of in my body so maybe we just all need to be like, I feel like free about well. getting that out just getting that out in a way that doesn't involve calling random people in the street a fucking twat. And yeah, don't need to take, don't take that anger out to the roads. No. <laughs> Just unleash it quietly in the privacy of your own home. If you'd like to tell us about someone you're missing, we'd love to hear from you. Get in touch at radioisopodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at Radio Iso Pod.